Hi, I'm Natasha. And I'm Penny. And you're listening to The Wibs, the podcast for women in business. We're here with practical, real advice to help you get ahead at work. Without the BS. We'll be the work wives you've always wanted. Let's go. Hi, I'm Natasha. And I'm Penny. And today we are going to talk all about September hot list five things. Penny wants to do nine. And it's not, it's not a September. Now, it's we not are September, also wearing glasses. It's no September We're wearing hot sunglasses list. It's actually inside. a really valuable I feel episode. Like it's, I, think it's, I, think it's, I think it's perfect. I think it just really just cements us as professionals. Okay, guys, it's been a long Saturday so far. It's been a very good Saturday. But here's the thing. It's not just a hot list. It's actually a, a very practical It is incredibly practical, yes. List. But the you, practical can be hot. Okay. <laughs> Sure. We're really coming off steam here. We had our girl boss episode and now we're talking about being hot, yeah, which is yeah. good. It's fine. We're just channeling Paris Hilton at this point. Yeah. yeah. She's great. Simple life. She's great. So number, so what we want, the reason we want to get into this is because there's been a bit of a shift and I don't know if it's is because, it because of the spring. I, I don't know if it's because of it spring. Dark? I don't know if it's because we're in sunnies, but I just feel like, I, I also know if it's because I spent a week in Vegas. I think this is more, more the thing. since I've come back. I just feel like the little things that you can change can make such a huge impact in your day-to-day mm. that I thought it was important to share the little shifts that we've made in the past month that have just been able to make incredible impact in our days. <laughs> and I actually want to bring up one that you did yes, no, no, yesterday. No, Thursday. What, what call was, you in a rant? No. It's my favourite. No, 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 that was, that was yesterday and, and Wednesday and, and Tuesday. Every other day I've known you. Monday. So sorry. But the one day you didn't call me on a rant was Thursday. And tell us what you did on Thursday. Oh, Thursday. Great day. I took a day off. I took a Ferris Bueller's day off for myself. And my God, talk us through what you did from it. day to from the beginning to the end. It was so you had an itinerary, and I, I had an itinerary, it. and I had an absolute meeting, work, everything banned for that day. We I, weren't allowed to talk to you. No clients. No, well, that's not true. We, we, <laughs> still, we still spoke. There was a time period where Lambie was asking me what I was up to for most of my day, and I was just messaging you, of course. Yeah. Anyway, so my whole day started off breakfast, hour walk. Yep. Visited a lake. I know. I'm shocked. I walked anyway. Lake. Went there. Went and did a bit of shopping in the city. Went to a winery. Yeah. Came back home. I oh, actually visited visited Chris for a little bit. Oh, which nice. is very sweet. We popped in. We had a coffee. Then we went to dinner. Caught an Uber in, and then that's had so sweet. had a great chat. And for no like the part that I want to take from this is for no reason. Like it wasn't as mm. if it was a birthday. It was an anniversary. You guys just decided that you've both been working your absolute asses off. So to just take a no phones, no emails, no work day off that you guys can just be your fun selves and just go seize the day. Yeah. And I think that, you know, if there was that first takeaway, it would be to take a step back and just take a day off when you can. Mm -hmm. Not because you're sick, not because it's your birthday, not because there's a reason. You guys took it off just to celebrate how hard you've both been working. Yeah. And just to be able to relax for a bit and enjoy yourselves as a couple because weekends, you can't really do that sometimes. No. You think, you, okay, we'll do it on a Saturday. Well, you've, you've got shit to do on a exactly. Saturday. My, actually, it was really quite sweet. My mum and dad, I, we told them that we were doing this and mum called it. She's like, it was, it's basically like a stop and smell the roses kind of day. I'm yes. Like, it yes. actually is. And she said she actually did something similar with my dad, like when they were just gotten married and like did the whole kind of, so they went up to like a little pub in a country town. Anyway, it was very cute. But you know what it says though? It's. 
it's basically prioritizing yourself and saying, okay, I'm and, gonna your, just, and your relationship. Yeah, I'm going to slow down for yeah. an hour or, or a day or whatever it is enough to be able to kind of spend time with this person and invest time back into yourself. And that goes a long way in terms of resetting yourself and kind of shifting your mentality of where you want to be. It helps you show up better. Yeah, I agree. I think what you're able to do is kind of take like be able to reshift the thinking of no 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 I deserve this mm. it's not like a oh should I take a day off but I've got so many things look everyone's got emails yeah, the everyone's things are still got, there don't the worry things still there. <laughs> the, the things are still there but you're not letting yourself down you're not letting anyone around you down no employees no work no client nothing you're letting no one down by taking a day to just do what you guys want to do nothing yeah. to go chill eat some yum food go for a walk it's not to be extravagant but I just I love I just I love it I think the biggest takeaway the first takeaway from this is to have your stop and smell the roses day I think it's yeah. incredibly important yeah I agree the second thing that we wanted to talk about speaking of days and speaking of how you set things up I've been looking at this concept a little bit more over the last maybe like four or five weeks because I feel like Life has gotten busier. It's kicked up into another gear, which mm-hmm. is great. We love it. But I have been obsessed with trying to find out how to get more out of my day, like how to make more time out of the time I have. Yeah. So we were talking about this. I don't know if you've heard of him, Ed Milet. He's like a motivational speaker. He's Tony Robbins' best friend. But he's got this book and he talks about his, I guess, his concept of turning one day into three, which I was okay. like, when I heard this, I'm like, yep, yeah, tell me more. Yes. Me. Let's go. Cause that is, we love that it. is exceptional. Yeah. It's, it's great. And basically the way he runs his day is he starts his first day at 6am until noon. And so this, the way that he like maps out this concept is he looks at 6am till noon. And if something doesn't go right, if something doesn't work out, he immediately switches over at, at noon until 6pm. He says, okay, new day. And then it starts to get, and he remaps his day out. It's like, what can I get achieved in this block in this window of time? So, so he blocks out his days. That's cool. Yeah. And so he's like, would I, would I let um, not replying to you know something important go for three days? No, I wouldn't. I, I need to get it done by the day. So he like re. It's like reshifts how he thinks about a day and yeah. he shifts up into three. Yeah. And he's like, okay, well, what can I achieve in this window of time? What can I achieve in this window of time? Mm-hmm. And blocking it out like that. And you know, like obviously. He's not making more time for himself, but he's reshaping the way that he looks at mm. the blocks of time he has. Because if you look at a full day from 6am to 12, I, don't, I think everybody's had that time in their life where they've sat there and managed to achieve so much before the day's gotten started. And they're like, I could just work like this every day. Every day I'd be. I could, I could be done by, by 4pm and Absolutely. I'm like, I'm ready to go home. I don't need to do anything else at night. So I think that what it really kind of sparked for me was the idea of rethinking about the time I've got in my day. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm not like a, I, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm a lazy person, but I'm not like the best at being able to prioritize things like my health or if I need to um, go work out or go do an appointment or whatever. I think I've always been a type of person that's like, I, if I'm working, I I'm, I'm don't know necessarily how to split out my day to kind of make the most of everything yeah. in it. Yeah. Because I'll be like, okay, if I'm working, I'm getting up at like 6am to get ahead of the day and work. And then I keep working from, you know, 9am when work starts until 5pm. And it, it yeah. actually doesn't work out for you. But what I've found by trying to kind of use this method a little bit more to my advantage is that if I look at my first block of my day from 6am until 12pm, I can say to myself and I can rationalize the idea of 
okay, go to the gym, make sure you're eating well, make sure you're hydrating, make mm-hmm. sure you're doing something that is beneficial for you. Make sure you're getting in your work and setting up and looking over, reviewing about how you want this whole mm. next couple of hours to run for yourself. Mm-hmm. And then when I get to the end of it, it's almost like a game. Like what can I get done before 12 p.m.? Yeah, yeah, And then yeah, restarting yeah. that again to go yeah, into the rest like of it. Yeah, it's like shifting because we don't get taught that. No. I, I, even like from a management perspective, I've never sat down with an employee and be like, how can we be more productive in our day? It's mm. more like these are tasks that need to be done. How do you prioritize? but as a leader or as any training that we've ever given staff and this is just per- from personal experience it's more about how to complete your tasks more efficiently not how to set up your day more efficiently and to your point what you're kind of pointing out is your day is made up of more than work and mm. in order for you to work better you've got to be able to prioritize other parts better yes. because you know for a fact like if you've been eating breakfast or if you're you know you get to i don't know i've been stuck in like wormholes before where i've got up and I'm like whoa it's like three o'clock I'm starving I'm staring at a screen I haven't eaten like what is wrong with me mm. like because you're just you're not prioritizing the things and I'm not a good worker at that point I'm a great worker when I've gone up gone for a walk had some breath it was actually quite funny um Charlotte our editor we actually went so we're both um, working from home at the moment um and we're both like just we, we used to be in a really like upbeat office with Penny and we used to all just be in a really really loud office um, and now we've kind of both um, gone out and done our own thing and we're working from home a lot so we don't get that social interaction we went for a walk the other day and it was just like an hour walk in fresh air and we were like whoa this is incredible what, you mean, like great for we you? were like who would have thought this like? is incredible and like we were coming up with all these really cool ideas and we were like we we're like so pumped after it and I was like oh, okay, we almost went back into COVID times when we were in lockdown where, you know, you're just in your little space and you're not moving and you're in like your own world. And because we're by ourselves when we're working, we don't realise that time goes by so fast. And to your point, being able to like segment it out where it's like, okay, well, 6 to 12, I'll do X. From 12 to 1, potentially I'll go for a walk, look after myself or, or time block for certain bits in your life because when you are working for yourself, you don't have those set times. You don't mm. have nine to five. So you can quite literally work for 24 hours on stop. I mean, you don't because naturally you don't. But it means that you don't have that off time. It's exactly like how you're working in COVID. Mm. Remember in COVID where, you know, you would be working until 8 p.m. And then all of a sudden you see it's dark and you're like, oh, shit. Okay. Well, I don't have that that transit time from driving to and mm. from work to turn off. Yeah. Like I feel like you I wasn't doing things like calling my friends or, or doing all the the things that made you feel like you were filling up calling your own my cup. friends yeah. yes like completely right you're so right like it's like when you're on the way home and you're driving on the way home and you're like okay i'll give so-and-so a quick buzz yeah. like it's those little things that we're so used to doing they kind of come innately to us mm. when you're working from an office and then when you stop doing that and to your point i think it is that time blocking that three days in one i'm definitely going to try it because um i live and die by my calendar mm. and that's where the kind of third point is the third point that i would strongly suggest is Find ways to make your life more efficient and your work-life balance more is better. That's one of the biggest tips that I had. The reason being, I'll give you an example. So I have this system that I work with in my clients and they all send it through. It's different to um, like WhatsApp or email. It's a completely different um, program. And I would get notifications on that, on my emails. Now, I'm the type of person I can't sleep when I've got notifications. Like I just need a reply to every day. I'm a, I like, I can't, I just don't I like have a zero inbox I'm a zero inbox woman um and it would really I would really struggle um before I went away 
um, to my holiday because I was so eager to get everything done to the best of my ability so I could have the best holiday that I was working myself to the absolute, like it was ridiculous. Mm. Now, this wasn't my client's fault at all. They were incredible. All they were doing was just using the platform as they should to keep me updated about what they're doing because they're excited as they should. But because I was getting those emails straight into my inbox in real time, I was like, okay, I've got to reply to them straight away. I've got to reply to them in the next five minutes. And I was stressing myself out. It's not their fault. It was my fault for not setting myself clearer boundaries. So what I did was because I was going away, I did an auto forward from all anything that came from that system to go into a different folder. So it meant that when the time permits and I was at the level of in my in the right mindset, I was able to sit down and reply to these um, to my clients. That shift I've continued since I've got back, and it's one of the biggest, most important and positive things that I have made to my day and day because the reason being is now I can allocate the time and I'm my replies are more they're coming out of thought they're coming out of you know eagerness they're not coming out of requirement Mm. whereas before I was like I've got to reply I've got to do this I've got to do this I've got to do this there was there was no one else telling me to do that so Mm. my clients were happy they were replying to me like hey Tash please don't reply straight away we are fine beautiful like they were they were nothing but encouraging and beautiful it was me it was me thinking no no no. i've got to go to bed i've got to have all my work done before i go to bed nothing can wait until tomorrow so tomorrow's a clean day well guess what you wake up tomorrow you've got more emails that's just Mm. life you're always gonna have emails so just being able to segment the things that you need to know versus what you don't need to know so you've got that zero email inbox Mm. for me that was one of the biggest game changers of this month was the ability to kind of walk out of the month feeling more ready yeah and i think you know what it is that you kind of have done without even realizing is that idea of task batching yeah because if you're sitting down and you're allocating the time to be able to you know in your calendar this is when i'm going to be doing something you can prioritize that like you would a meeting yep and you're saying to yourself okay cool i'm going to sit down i'm going to respond to all these messages from my clients at this time to this time between these hours on these days yep perfect instead of having to be like shit, I'm driving somewhere and I've got a message from someone and maybe I'll pull over and do it. It's, it's just ridiculous. It's reactive. It's, it's reactive. Yeah. Yep. And it's not exactly healthy. Right. It's not a healthy place to be in. So I think that that whole mentality of that inbox zero, but doing it in a way that allows a level of task batching is a really great way to level up your your like time. Your time. And just, just optimizing your time. And if you were to implement this in a work environment, mm-hmm. I would strongly suggest, you know, when you're in those big threads, right you're in those big threads of emails where people are just writing back and forth now you do need to work on it at some point but it's not necessarily something that you need to be focused on one of my biggest pieces of advice from this task batching from this ability to auto forward and folder out your emails which i know is an incredibly new concept but for someone like myself who likes to automate 80 percent of my day through ai it was something i only implemented this month Mm -hmm. so i would like to say that i i am a very I'm not going to say the word. Yeah, I am. Fuck it. I'm a lazy worker in the sense that I only like to work on the shit I love. That's mm. it. And I am. I, I'm a, I will do everything I can so that I'm only working on things I love and automating the rest. That is my that is my goal. That is my goal at work is to automate everything I can so that when I'm sitting down at the laptop, I'm pumped. I'm not thinking, oh, fuck me, I've got to do all this admin. No, I'm sitting down at my laptop and I'm like, fuck yeah, what have I got? What have I got today? So that's how I build my day. That is a, that's it. When my priority at work is that mm. is that I work on the things I like, um, and I automate what I don't, or I outsource. Either either. But in saying that, I still found myself into a trap. I still found myself into this trap, 
And if you could implement something into the workplace, it is if you're finding yourself, you know, checking your emails, making sure you're on something or feeling like you need to reply, create an auto forward to an email, to a folder that just says to do. Mm. Get all of those emails that are filling up your inbox that aren't necessarily actionables yet and pop them there. So then when it, when you do have the time, so you're not having that opportunity cost or that, you know, um, what is it called? Switch cost where you're like doing something, you get an email and you're like, oh, fuck, I've got to reply to that. Oh, wait, I've got to do mm. this. Oh, wait, I've got to do that. Pop it into another thing. It could be, you know, um, like if you're an accountant and there's payroll that comes through and you've got to go access all of those and you've got to do those. Well, yes, you've got to do those at some point, but you don't necessarily need to do them this hour. Mm. So pop them into a folder so that when you do have your allocated payroll time to execute that task, you've got your folder ready to go. It's like your own little checklist. Yeah. And that's what I love about these folders. I now know when I can go into my, sit down on my um, laptop, ready to start my day, I use my email, uh, my calendar as much as I can. And I'll say, okay, this is um, client hour where I've got to do this this thing. And that's when I'll sit down. I'll go into my checklist, which is now my email folder. And I know X, Y, and Z, tick, 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 done. And I feel good because I feel like I've checked it off. I feel like I'm giving a really good service as well. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like I can then turn off after five o'clock. Yeah, I really love that. And I, I like the way that you're talking about using what already exists and kind of elevating the tools that we have essentially which is really cool and I think I like the idea as well of like even setting up times to be able to check those things to know that like rather than being that reactive like I'm checking my inbox every 10 minutes that's actually counterproductive and you are you've got a switching cost you can then at least have the time to focus in on what you need to do at that time do it to the best of your ability and Mm -hmm. then move on to your work after that and then I would say that was number three and then number four it would be starting to look at social media cleanse. Yes. Okay. So people talk about social media cleanse. I think it means different things. What does well, it mean to you, Penny? Well, this month in particular, I have found myself doing some really dumb shit when it comes to doom scrolling. And like, I don't mean like I'm not like depressed while I'm doing it. Nah. But like to Fine. me, it's just I'm sitting there and I'm just like, like scrolling through content, content, content. I'm not, I feel a bit dumber after I walk away from it. You're not feeling better by it. Yeah. No. So I heard this idea and I can't take credit for it because I heard the idea on, an, on another podcast, mm. but what, um, it was on the Skinny Confidential podcast and what she was doing was she was setting up her social media in a way that she would actually go in and favorite all of the accounts where she would actually feel like she was learning something. So like, um, like, uh, Huberman, for example, like, yep, yep, yep. Re- like really like intelligent, like educational pieces where they were leveling her up in some kind of positive way. Yeah. And what she would do is one of two things. She would do only look at those ones and like, that would be like the, the reward, like she would be looking and scrolling at times where she knows she's getting something out of it. Mm. Or what she would do is she would have an actionable and she would set it up that she would only allow herself to look and scroll when she was doing something proactive. So if she's at the gym and yeah, or like going for a walk. I love yeah. that. And That's... look, I don't know if I can 100% like do that because mostly when I'm on a treadmill, I'm like dying and I can't breathe and I don't know if I could like scroll at the same time. Oh, I, might, I might pass away. But I think that I can do something where I can control what I'm seeing. Yeah. And so those like favoriting or those I'm saying exactly so where I took it or I I may have got a little bit savage here but where I took it was like why the fuck am I following some of these people like you've got Mm. I've got people on there and oh gosh like I feel like I'm gonna be an absolute bitch now but like people there that I met like 10-15 years ago that just like aren't in my life at all now we're just like if I saw them on the street this is I think the rule should be with social media if you walk past them on the street and you do that thing where you're like like pretend you can't see them and not say hi because it would be too awkward. Yeah. Perhaps unfollow them. Yeah. Why like do you- if you can't have a conversation with them when you bump into them, 
about like how's your life going whatever then perhaps I shouldn't be on your social media yeah and I'm trying to like to the point where yeah absolutely I think it should definitely be educational I think you can definitely sorry create educational for me social media is a bit of a release I do like it as a bit of like a family photo book where I can kind of get into like Mm. what people are doing but I do love the fact of trying to turn it into a positive of like yeah do that but then also learn but then the other level is you know something that we have done is I've kind of gone into it being like you know what if I if we're not excited to see each other on the street or not even excited because like to be honest, some days I do pretend I've got really bad eyesight and it's not anyone's fault. It's just kind of like I also see <laughs> But I'm sure I am not the only one. I didn't say that you were the only pretended. One. But when they d- see someone walking down the street, you tell me right now. And whoever is listening to this, you tell me if you have done this. Tell me if you've done this. You walk down the street and you see somebody and you're like, fuck that. Yeah, and it's absolutely. not fuck them because they're probably lovely people and I'm sure that they're no, lovely people. No, it's not about them. Know. It's more about but me. But just kind of like, <laughs> oh, my God, like I've got a mission right now. I've got to go find a dress for tonight. Like I cannot talk about your mm. child. I'm not mentally prepared to no. see anyone today. Or I'm not actually physically like I'm ready not just, to see I'm anyone. Not just, I'm not ready. Like, and that's – it's not a bitchy thing. I don't think that's bitchy. I think no. we're possible still say hi, be nice, whatever. But internally – Or don't. Internally there is that dialogue sometimes where you're just kind of like perhaps not. Now, my partner's completely different, right? He will see somebody that he's <laughs> – I'm calling him out so bad now. But he will see somebody he hasn't seen in, like, 15 years yeah. and he'll be like a Labrador puppy running up to them and be like, hey, man, he's how a good you person. Going? He's a good person. He, like, shakes their head. He's pup. And he, he – like, I don't think he, that internal dialogue exists for him. No. I think Maybe he we're just, just like, shit. <laughs> I actually think, like, he just genuinely just loves me, like, being a good human. Mm. But for me in particular, yeah, sometimes, Not sometimes it does – the internal dialogue, not all the time. But I would say there are times where I do see people that I haven't seen in a while that I would much rather catch up with them in a social setting, not when I've got a mission. Yeah, I get that. Look, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But I I think bringing back to what you're talking about with like the social media clients, like I actually really, really get on board with this because sometimes it can be like an icky kind of place. It's like people are seeing shit, they're saying nothing, gorgeous, love that. Mm. But I think to myself, if you can just curate things a little bit to make your life a bit easier, like why do we punish ourselves essentially? Mm, why absolutely. do I point things out there to people? Well, it's like they say about your wedding. Yeah. You know when they say like um, don't invite anyone to your wedding that you wouldn't have a conversation with, mm. that you would have to like, that you wouldn't feel uncomfortable having small, like I have the list. Guys, yeah, don't, you, worry, don't worry, you just made it. <laughs> <laughs> just because we don't talk. No, no, um, but yeah, but that that that's you apply that to your wedding, which is one of the most important days of your life, right? Mm. That's what they say, right, right, all that stuff. But then you actually think about your day to day and what you're consuming day to day. Why are you consuming other people's days that you wouldn't have a chat with? Mm. Yeah, I like and that. And it's in, and I'm not talking about influencers. Obviously, there's there's different parts. There's aspirational. There's people that you look up to that you want to see. There's educational. But there's also just your day to day people yeah. that are in your life that it's kind of like, okay, cool, like. I don't think there's any like thing bad in just being like, yeah. Sometimes you just want to curate what you're seeing all the time because this is a choice. It's not like you're not forced to watch. You can also it. just mute. Like you yeah. don't have to unfollow. Unfollow is a bit savage. No, oh, you, you know, can always just mute. Be savage They'll or don't know. be. But either way, <laughs> just curate your social media, whether it's from an educational perspective or whether it's more from a lifestyle, or maybe it's more just you being. <laughs> either way, you can do it. But I promise you, like this is Come like so a way. me if you see me. Yeah, like. <laughs> She's not blind. <laughs> she can read. I, I will say hi, I promise. She's a fucking liar. Okay, number five. It's a bit of a combo one. It's going to be around actually 
knowing that things are good for us and using them and, and doing them in our daily life. So there is so much content that I see all the time around health benefits, around supplementation, around things like ice baths, all this shit that I never do, right? Gorgeous. Never do it. Know about ice it. Don't do it. Me. Yeah. But I started doing it this month. You ice bath? I don't ice bath. I do oh, the like okay. the Fine. virgin ice bath, <laughs> which is, <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like a half ice bath. I do it like just the face dip oh you do like the, yeah and they do the okay. little duck and first Got it's it. great for like you know all the puffy ladies out there i've seen that uh, that it's is good, good. It, thank you <laughs> it, it is it, like, it's working you can see yeah it, right? yeah 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 no but it's great for you and you get like a lot of the benefits that you would do from doing an entire like cold plunge immersion but just other things like supplementation like i if you see my kitchen cabinet at home i have maybe like 75 different like vitamin mm. supplements They've all gone to a graveyard. Don't take any of them. I've started to now and I've started to put a routine around it yeah. because I'm like, I have an opportunity to do something good for myself and maybe make myself feel better. And then things like anxiety or f- things like feeling overwhelmed or feeling tired or run down, maybe I can start to limit them and avoid them. Yeah, yeah, that, that's that's a really good point. I've actually done something similar whereby, because I was in a similar position as you where I had like, you get excited, right? You're like, you, you walk past a vitamin shelf and you're like, oh my God, I need this today or I need this tomorrow. I need this. And then you just don't take them or you take two or you take it for two weeks and you're like pumped and then you don't. Yeah. So my rule is um, I am not allowed to buy another vitamin or another supplement until I finished That's the packets. So like, rule. so that there's kind of like a thing. So now I'm, I'm working through like, I'm having vitamins that I probably shouldn't have, but I'm like, just get to Expired. the, get to the end, get, get to the end, get to the end. You can throw it's them okay. out. It's, you don't have to take the expired <laughs> no, supplements. I am taking all supplements and I'm just trying to get them to the end so that I can then go and get like, I don't know, different ones or for the purpose of the time, because supplements are only as good as, as you take them. Like they're not going to work if you just like have them there and they're just, just staring at you. them. You're just looking at them. And you're friends. like, okay, cool. Thank you so much. But I, to your point, I agree. I think it's more about like that tip to put it holistically is to look up yourself internally as well. And that could be through ice baths. That could be through one thing that's been a game changer for me personally is these, um, this, it is a supplement and I, so my wedding's coming up, it's coming up in January. And, um, as for like the wedding prep, I went and got a facial mm-hmm. And um, she she gave me – at the end of the facial, we spoke about it. They, they were excellent. They weren't pushy salespeople at all. It was just like kind of like, okay, this is what you want. Who are they? Shout them out. Uh, Chakra um, Skin in Boland, uh, Melbourne. Melbourne. And Melbourne. And um, they, they're excellent. She was incredible and she we went through kind of like what, what success looked like for my wedding and all of that stuff like that. And then she gave me these things to use on my skin and they were great. And then she's like, by the way, one thing that we don't – um, we, like the hundred percent thing that you need to take is also this, and it was like this, these tablets. Um, sorry, these vitamins, and I was like, oh, and she's like, we truly believe that skincare is from inside out, and I was like, I like that. Okay, that makes sense. That to makes me. complete sense. Every single time I've gone anywhere, and I won't name names, but I've gone to some big chains where they've just kind of given me topical, mm. and they've never focused on what you ingest. They've never said, you know, well, it actually is a bad diet because we can only do so much. These are like they're called EFA capsules, and it's like fatty acids. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I don't yeah. know enough about skincare, right? But, and I'm not a doctor and I cannot recommend things. But what I'm really, what I, what I strongly suggest is looking at anything that you want to do on the outside, take care of what you're doing on the inside as well. Mm-hmm. And that was a huge lesson that I learned from that because for me, I was like, I'll pop some retinol on and call it a day, get some Botox, and mm-hmm. my skin will be perfect. But I've done, I've had Botox, I've had, um, I've had quality skincare, I've, I've tried all these different things. 
But the thing that helped me the most was actually what I was putting into my body. Mm. It was quite interesting. It was quite interesting. Like if you actually take care of what you're putting into your body, surprise, surprise, you get you get you get the results. Yeah. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? But That's I didn't true, think. I honestly thought that that you know with enough's enough. Like I was like, all right. If, the experts telling me I just need to put something on my face and I'll have the most beautiful face in the world, then go for it. I'm not saying that I have that now because of these tablets or whatever it is, but the supplementation of the things that you're missing mm. is a huge is a huge opportunity. Yeah. I was actually listening to a podcast from the owner of Vitable and she spoke about that a lot where she was like, you know, it's quite interesting that how much like zinc can make to your day or how much all these little these little supplements can make to your day. And that's the reason she started the business because she started to learn the importance of supplements and how much that they can change it. Now, naturally, not it's not for everyone, blah, 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 all of those health yeah, things. Yeah, we're not a doctor. Not a you doctor, know, you know yada, 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 yada. Yeah. It's all right, we've got insurance. Um, but, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the, but what, we're, what, what I'm getting at is, you know, if there are little things that you can do, and it could even be supplements through food. Mm. The best I ever felt, and maybe my skin even looked, was also when I was watching what I was putting into my mouth as well as terms of eating food, no processed food. One thing I'll say that I've noticed, which I've learned, and this is just my experience, but I started to cut out certain things. So when I was trying to get fit and whatever, I was having cognac noodles every day. Like I would put them into soup. Like I was having packets and packets and packets and packets of cognac noodles. Then when I had to go on this cleanse, I wasn't allowed to have any um, any of that stuff. I wasn't allowed to have – it was only um, unprocessed food. It was only like veggies and stuff because I was, I was cleansing my gut and it was this big process. Anyway, so I had to go through that six weeks. I felt amazing. It was great, whatever. Went to Vegas, ate heaps of stuff. Like it wasn't great food but I didn't feel shit. Mm. I, was, I didn't have any gut problems. Like I was feeling – you know, you feel a bit shitty after eating a greasy burger, but like yeah. in the big scheme of things, knowing how I feel before and how I feel after, I was fine and, and, and I felt good and it was all good. And then I got home and I was like, all right, time to be healthy again and, and you know, whatever, like the stupid things that we tell ourselves. And I went back to open up those cognac noodles and the sugar-free stuff that I'm so used to having and I just completely, I just went completely back into how I was feeling before the cleanse, before Vegas, and I just felt horrible like immense pain gut pain everything and I was so grateful because I felt like because I was able to pick out what the issue was it was so great but I'm not saying there's anything against calling out noodles they're great um but I can't have they can't play a place in my life anymore because of how horrible they make me feel Mm. and it was quite it was like watching take notice of what you're putting into your body yeah it's really important and I think that's the probably the best thing to to kind of end that on is make sure you're taking notice of what you're putting into your body and Try and take a mental note of how it's making you feel. Yeah. Because even if it is healthy, like I really thought I was being healthy. I was like, I was the cognac noodle queen. You'd know that. You saw me. Like, you did love I them. literally would carry cognac noodles everywhere I went. And I was like, it's okay. I've got the healthy alternative. And then I'd be in absolute pain for weeks and just think it was my gut. But something just didn't react right. And mm. I wasn't I wasn't noticing. I wasn't taking notice. Yeah. And I think it's like it comes back to if you're looking after yourself internally, you're going to be able to perform better in every area of your life, including work. And this, yeah. is, this is what – these are our life hacks. These are the things that we've been loving in September and we're going to continue to do for the rest of the year to have a really successful end of 2023. Um, but these are the things that we've been loving. So if you'd like to hear more episodes like this – 
Let us know, DM us. Let us know if there's anything else you want us to talk about or anything else you want us to go into more detail. If you detail want us on. to wear sunglasses in the next thing. Yeah, if you want us to wear it the whole episode <laughs> next time, next we can time. do that for or you. Like a funny hat. Yeah, one, <laughs> one fun hat for everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Please rate and subscribe, and we shall see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.